This is Swiftlet, a Taylor Swift podcast with a literary twist. On today's episode, I will be launching a new mini-series called Exploring the Eras, dedicated to diving into the albums in their respective eras. I will discuss accolades, statistics, tours, and performances, as well as providing analysis of specific tracks on the album. As always, I am your host, Peyton Edwards. Album Overview Whether you call it debut, Taylor Swift, or self-titled, it's clear that you're referring to Taylor Swift's very first album. Swift's first album was released on October 24, 2006 under Big Machine Records. The album debuted on the Billboard 200 chart at number 19 the week of November 11, 2006. The number one album that week was the Hannah Montana soundtrack. Her debut album peaked at number 5 on the chart on January 19, 2008 and spent a total of 284 weeks on the chart. The standard version contained 11 tracks. The deluxe version, released on November 6, 2007, included three additional tracks and a pop version of Teardrops on My Guitar. Swift's primary writing collaborators on the album were Liz Rose and Robert Ellis Oral. Swift wrote the songs The Outside, Should Have Said No, and Our Song on her own. Nathan Chapman produced the album. Swift promoted the album heavily by doing radio interviews and posting songs on her MySpace page. The songs Tim McGraw, Teardrops on My Guitar, Our Song, Picture to Burn, and Should Have Said No were released as the album's singles. All But Should Have Said No had traditional music videos. Instead, Should Have Said No's video was her performance of the song at the Country Music Awards in 2008. Charts, Certifications, and Accolades This section will look at the chart performances of the album's singles, their certifications, and the nominations Swift received during the era. Tim McGraw was released as a single on June 20, 2006. It debuted on the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart the week of July 1st at number 60, and it peaked at number 6 the week of January 27, 2007. It also appeared on the Hot 100 chart, debuting the week of September 23, 2006, and peaking at 40 the week of January 13, 2007, and it spent 20 weeks on the chart. Her second single, Teardrops on My Guitar, was released to radio on February 20, 2007. It debuted on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart the week of the 24th and peaked at number 2 the week of August 18, 2007, and spent a total of 27 weeks on the chart. The song also landed on the Hot 100 chart, debuting the week of March 24, 2007 at number 93, and eventually peaking at number 13 the week of March 1, 2008. The song fell off the chart the week of September 15, 2007, and re-entered the chart the week of December 15, 2007 at number 44. Our Song was released as a single on September 10, 2007, and debuted on the Hot Country chart the week of September 1, 2007, peaking at number one the week of December 22, and staying there for six weeks. Overall, it spent 24 weeks on the chart. It debuted on the Hot 100 the week of October 13, 2007, peaked at number 16 the week of January 19, 2008, and spent 36 weeks on the chart. Picture to Burn was sent to radio on February 4, 2008. It debuted on the Hot Country chart the week of January 26, 2008, peaking at number 3 the week of May 17. It appeared on the Hot 100 on the week of March 1, 2008, and peaked at 28 the week of May 17. It spent 20 weeks on both charts. The final single, Should Have Said No, was released to radio on May 19, 2008. It debuted on the Hot Country chart the week of May 31st, peaked at number one the week of August 23rd, and stayed there for two weeks and spent 21 weeks on the chart. 
On the Hot 100, it first appeared the week of June 7th, peaked at number 33 the week of August 9th, and spent 20 weeks on the chart. These chart performances served to demonstrate the crossover appeal Swift had early on in her career. The Hot 100 chart follows songs of all genres, and the Hot Country Songs chart tracks the most popular country songs across genres. Both are based on various metrics, such as streaming and radio. Out of the five singles, Teardrops on My Guitar performed the best on the Hot 100 and marked her first crossover hit. It also received a pop remix, and that version was featured on the Radio Disney Jam's 11 CD, which furthered its reach. The Recording Industry Association of America awards certifications to albums and singles based off of sales. Gold is a minimum of 500,000, platinum is a minimum of a million units, multi-platinum is a minimum of 2 million units, with increments of 1 million after. Diamond is a minimum of 10 million and counting. The album itself went seven times platinum. Seven of the album's tracks have been certified by RIAA. All five of the album's singles were certified platinum. Invisible was certified gold in January of 2015. I'm Only Me When I'm With You was certified platinum in January 2015 after reaching gold in October 2009. Should Have Said No went platinum in October of 2009. Tim McGraw was certified double platinum in March of 2020. Picture to Burn went double platinum in August of 2014. Teardrops on My Guitar was certified triple platinum in April of 2014. And Our Song went four times platinum in August of 2014. Swift received several nominations during the era from the Academy of Country Music. In 2006, she was nominated for Top New Female Vocalist. And in 2007, she nabbed nominations for Top Female Vocalist and Album of the Year. In 2007, Swift won the Horizon Award at the Country Music Association Awards. She beat out Jason Aldean, Rodney Atkins, Little Big Town, and Kelly Pickler for it. At the 2007 Grammys, she was nominated for Best New Artist. The award went to Amy Winehouse. Notable Performances and Tour Given that this was her first album, Swift did not have a dedicated tour for it. Instead, she played where she could and opened for other prominent country artists. She also frequently performed on country award shows and festivals. During 2006, Swift opened for the Rascal Flats, and in 2007, she served as an opener for George Strait, Brad Paisley, and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's joint tour. One of the most notable performances of Swift's during the era was her performance of Should Have Said No at the CMAs. Swift started out the performance playing the guitar, wearing a hoodie and jeans. The outfit is then later torn away to reveal a black dress, and during the bridge of the song, Swift walks up to the stage and performs the rest of the song under a rain feature. The performance highlights her love for theatrics and rain. She also performed the song with the Jonas Brothers on their Burning Up tour, which was included in their concert film and live album. Some songs from her first album have appeared on the setlist for her tours. Our song was on the setlist for the Fearless and Speak Now tours, and was a surprise song early on in the Eras tour and was featured in the concert film. Teardrops on My Guitar, Tim McGraw, and Picture to Burn were all a part of the Fearless tour setlist. They have all been played as surprise songs during the Eras tour. Should Have Said No was the encore song for the Fearless tour and was included in the setlist of her Reputation tour as part of a mashup with Bad Blood. The song was my guitar surprise song for my Eras show. Though the album doesn't technically have a dedicated slot on the setlist in the same manner of all of her other albums on the Eras tour, the surprise song set serves as a self-titled era, since it is just her and her instruments and the fans, which is what started it all. Track Analysis In this section, I will break down the album's opener, closer, and fifth track. 
In addition, I will discuss a notable track or two, whether it be a testament to her craft or a defining song. The songs I will be analyzing are Tim McGraw, Cold As You, Our Song, and Mary's Song, Oh My My My. Tim McGraw was the first single Swift ever released and was also the album's opening track. Naming the song after a well-known country singer was a bold move, but it paid off. The song centers around Swift reminiscing about a summer love and hoping that her former partner remembers their time together when he hears her favorite Tim McGraw song. Swift opens and closes the song with the same lyrics. He said the way my blue eyes shine Put those Georgia stars to shame that night I said that's a lie This technique is something that appears frequently in her songs and neatly bookends the song by returning to that first memory. She also introduces another frequent technique in her works on the final chorus. She deviates from But when you think Tim McGraw I hope you think my favorite song The one we dance to all night long To Is when you think Tim McGraw I hope you think my favorite song Someday you'll turn your radio on I hope it takes you back to that This little twist keeps the listeners on their toes and launches the song into the future after most of it is spent fixated on the past. Swift provides listeners with plenty of descriptions for them to envision through her references to the clothing she wore to the setting. The song shows off her style of songwriting through the subject matter and details scattered throughout which have become associated with her and her works. Swift performed the song in front of him and his wife, Faith Hill, at the Academy of Country Music Awards in 2007 and ended the performance in a memorable way. Hi, I'm Taylor. In 2018, Swift performed the song with Hill and McGraw at the Nashville stop on her Reputation tour, where McGraw took some creative liberties with the bridge of the song. This song has become a staple of her discography and was a fitting introduction of her and her craft to the world. The track, Cold As You, sets the precedent for the track fives in her discography. It focuses on someone who is emotionally distant from her when they were together. The song sees Swift demonstrating surprising maturity for a young teenager with lyrics like, So I start a fight cause I need to feel something. The song is the saddest depiction of a romantic relationship on the album, thanks to the lines, And you come away with a great little story of a mess of a dreamer with the nerve to adore you. And You is the first glimmer of the way Swift writes about heartbreak and is well suited to being the first track five in her discography. The final song, Our Song, perfectly closes out the album. Much like Tim McGraw, it switches up the final chorus from the previous one. To close out the song, she alters the opening to I was riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. I grabbed a pen and an old napkin and I 
This helps highlight her as a songwriter by having the song end with her writing down the song. If she didn't want to emphasize this as much, the final lyric most likely wouldn't have been changed to include the image of her writing. The concept of the song is sweet, with her and her partner's song being composed of little moments between the two. Details again help create an idea of how Swift unfurls a story through her lyrics and writing style. Swift opens the album by asking a former partner to think of her when they hear her favorite song, and she closes out the album by writing a song for a relationship that tells a story of it. The track Mary's Song, Oh My My My, reveals a different side of Swift. In the song, she tells the love story of her neighbors by stepping into their shoes. Swift demonstrates the ways she can find inspiration in the lives of those around her and present her own take on it as well as how she can place herself into the role of a character in song. Much like Swift's more biographical songs, she includes details to paint the full picture for listeners, as seen on the chorus. Take me back to the creek that's reaching back, 2 a.m. riding in your truck, and all I need is you next to me. Take me back to the time we had our very first fight, slamming up doors to the kissing good. With this song, Swift expands on the idea of where inspiration for her music arises from and how she can infuse other stories with her unique perspective. Secret Messages For those that may not know, on her first five albums, Swift would include secret messages for each song in the album's lyric booklet by having certain letters be lowercase or capitalized. The secret messages for her debut album are as follows. Tim McGraw, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Picture to Burn, Date Nice Boys, Teardrops on my guitar, he will never know. A place in this world, found it. Cold as you, time to let go. The outside, you are not alone. Tied together with a smile, you are loved. Stay beautiful, shake and bake. Should have said no. Sam, 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 Sam. Mary's song, sometimes love is forever. And our song, live in love. These messages provide a little insight into the inspiration behind the songs, and also some philosophies of Swift's. The Vault While we don't currently have a vault for this album, there is a lot of speculation around what unreleased songs of Swift's could be vault tracks. The demos of many of Swift's unreleased songs have been floating around on the internet for years, and some have become beloved fan favorites. I am expecting her to add I Heart Question Mark and Beautiful Eyes to the album in a similar manner to how she added Today Was a Fairy Tale onto her version of Fearless, so it wouldn't take up a vault slot. Many fans are hoping for a I'd Lie to be included as a vault track, as well as her songs Crazier and You'll Always Find Your Way Back Home that were in the Hannah Montana movie. I personally would like to have an official version of Permanent Marker. Even though it was technically originally cut from Fearless, I'm still holding out hope for it. For features, I would love it if she collaborated with country legends like Dolly Parton, Shania Twain, Faith Hill, or Leanne Rimes. I think her featuring those who inspired her to pursue country music on the re-recording of her first album would be a very full circle moment. I could also see her featuring newer country artists, too. Though many don't tend to listen to Swift's debut album because of the genre or because of how young her voice is, her songwriting is on full display throughout. 
Songs like Tim McGraw, Our Song, and Should Have Said No have become classics of Swift's discography. Hopefully, her version of the album, complete with updated production and Swift's more mature voice, will allow her earliest songwriting to shine and be appreciated more than it currently is. Thank you for listening to this episode of Swift Lit. This episode was written and edited by me, Peyton Edwards. I hope you enjoyed listening, and if you did, please rate, review, follow, and share this podcast. You know, all of that good stuff. You can connect with me on Instagram and the site formerly known as Twitter at Swiftlet Podcast. I'll see you for next week's episode, which will focus on the Grammy Awards.